Welcome back to Distinct Nostalgia by MIM. More than a podcast. Brought to you in partnership with Life Rooms and Mersey Care NHS Foundation Trust. Staying well, staying home. We continue our Corrie at 60 interviews now with a short chat with Chris Bisson, who played Vikram in the street in the late 1990s. Chris had just starred in the hilarious movie East is East, and you can hear a full interview about his experience on that classic Brit flick by scrolling through the Distinct Nostalgia player at distinctnostalgia.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Chris now stars, of course, as Jay in Emmerdale, but his first outing in the Big Soaps was actually on the world-famous Cobbles in 1999. I came back to my day job, actually. I was producing at ITV when we had Satellite, and then I got the call from Coronation Street, um, and I just finished filming East is East, so the character was starting, and um, but I couldn't get there until I'd finished making the movie. Um, but I auditioned for it all the same, and they just introduced the character uh, later. So uh, it depends, really. I mean, I was on screen with Coronation Street before East is East came out, even though I'd shoot and shot East is East before I'd started on Coronation Street. So, yeah, so there was like this Coronation Street kind of thing that was happening, and that was a whole new, very different world to be working on a soap um, and a very different way of working to working in the in the movies as well fast and furious and it's even faster and even more furious these days but um and then east is east came out as well and then that was kind of a a double kind of i don't know um a double break i suppose in that sense you know that you were kind of recognized by the public because coronation street was massive and still is um and then all the kind of filmy people also knew you as well so yeah it was it was a really great time for me and I was kind of it was on the crest of a wave at that point wasn't I doing a bit of surfing so you landed a part in Coronation Street and your character was called Vikram wasn't he and um you were part of am I right in thinking the first Asian family in the street I started on Coronation Street as Vikram and he was part of the first ever Asian family to to work on Cor- to be on Coronation Street um and that was interesting. I was Saeed Jaffrey was playing my dad and Rebecca Sarko was playing my sister, who interestingly now plays my mother-in-law on Emmerdale. <laughs> How things change. Yeah, and we were the first family and we were taking over the corner shop. And I remember we got the whole stereotype thing again. Well, the Asian family taking over the corner shop. Like, it's a stereotype. And oh, well, yeah, it is. But, you know, stereotypes are only stereotypes because... They are things that happen quite frequently. If you go around Manchester, there's a lot of Asian families that own corner shops. Um, so, I mean, <laughs> I mean, there's, there's also a lot of Asian people that are doctors as well. But, to, you know, they're, they're the cliches, the Asian doctor or the in, in the shop. So whatever you do, you can't get it right. You get accused of being a stereotype. Um, anyway, it was a real honour to be at, firstly asked to be part of Coronation Street. Secondly, to be playing the first Asian family and then having a, you know, a film... TV legend say Jaffrey playing playing my dad. It was um, yeah. They, it, there was a lot of good things happening, and they, it worked really well on Coronation Street. And I had a fantastic time, and I was given a great character. I was working with lots of really interesting people that were, were on the cast at the time, um, and I was given some really good friendships and relationships within the show to play. Um, the main one being with Steve McDonald who uh, played by Simon Gregson, obviously. So we had a real rapport and we worked really well together. 
Um, and then with Saran Jones, who was playing Karen McDonald, who was my girlfriend, then Steve's girlfriend. Um, and then that became part of my exit to the show. But, you know, it was an institution, Coronation Street. And I just, you know, I remember going in there the first time and it was, it, it you know, coming from the north, Corrie's on at half seven. You know, and that's just how it is. And you don't, the phone doesn't ring between half seven and eight o'clock because Coronation Street's on. Um, and, you know, it was a big moment. And I always remember my agent saying to me when I got offered the contract, he said, um, I think you should turn it down, Chris, um, because I just don't think the deal's good enough. <laughs> I was like, Stephen, I can't turn it round. I've already told my mum I'm going to be on Coronation Street. <laughs> I'm signing it no matter what you say. <laughs> so, and, um, so I ended up signing it. And of course, the, the, the truth about Coronation Street always being on, that stereotype also came true because I phoned my mum between half seven and eight o'clock one day, and she said, "Why are you ringing me? Corrie's on." And I said, "Well, I'm not. I'm I'm not in this episode tonight." And she said, "Well, I don't just watch it when you're on it, you know." And hung up on me. So the stereotype is true. Northerners do watch Corrie. Now, as we know, arriving in Coronation Street is daunting, isn't it? Um, <laughs> at the first time, if you've not been in it before, um, how was it for you? Was it equally as daunting as most people tell me it is? I mean, it's, it, it could be quite nerve-wracking when you first turn up. Um, I mean, obviously, I've just been shooting a big movie, so I wasn't I wasn't overwhelmed by it, and I was completely used to being on set and and the nuts and bolts of the job. But, you know, the first time you step onto the street, it is something special. The first scene that you do in the Rover's Return, you know, it, it, they are they're the kind of special moments, and you do get the, the butterflies in your tummy. And, you know, I think... Whenever you've got something that you you care about, you know you get that feeling in your stomach, and it even though as an as an actor and with your experience, it doesn't bother you. You know that there's something special about it, and to be part of it is a great honour. And I, you know, I really did enjoy working with Bill Roach and and Barbara Knox, um, and Betty. Oh, there were lots of you know there were there, there's so many characters. Sue Nichols was great to work with as well. But you know, as I said, Simon Gregson was one of my favourites, and Steve Arnold, who played Ashley at the time, um, he was a good mate of mine. And we we all used to knock around together. And Ryan Thomas was on the show at that time. He was one of the youngsters. Jack Shepard was still a kid. Um, you know, <laughs> it's a it's a you know it's a it's a it's a unique soap. You know, you actually see people grow up. You see people change. You see them change their jobs. You see them have the heart broken. You see them settle down and have kids and things work out or they don't work out. You know, it's unlike any other. Um, it's unlike anything else that you do. You know, it's a comp- it's a skill in its own right being able to to act on a soap. Not just not just with the pace and the intensity of it. Um, and occasionally you might have to repeat the same line in case somebody missed the episode the previous night you know <laughs> so and there's definitely a skill trying to play the truth of that when you're saying the same thing to the same person again um but you know that's the genre and we make it work and you know i've been i've been incredibly lucky to have worked on both of the itv soaps um and you know still going strong on emmerdale and absolutely love it and uh, you know very grateful and very very humbled to have to have done so long Distinct Nostalgia is home to some fascinating conversations with the names behind some iconic films of the 20th century. 
And we've a special treasure trove of interviews and reunions around great British film. There's Brief Encounter. I was making my first film at the age of 19, and so was playing Beryl, the young girl serving the teas in the refreshment room. I'm the last surviving member of this, and I suppose I'm getting rather elderly. Plus, brassed off. We didn't know that brass band music was going to be that popular. It just became a real word of mouth, people's film. It stayed in the top ten in London for nearly three or four months, I think. And we eventually had to go up and ask them to stop showing it in Leeds because it was going to ruin the, uh, the video launch date. And Oliver. The phone went, and my mum shouted up saying, oh, you got the part of Oliver. And I remember being, because I was eight at the time, thinking, great, I'm going to have, a, like, six months off school. And that's all I thought. I didn't think anything else of it. Distinct nostalgia. Celebrating great British movies. Listen wherever you get your podcasts or browse our existing programmes at distinctnostalgia.com. Testing in two on two. And there's another bonus soap treat now over on Distinct Nostalgia's sister podcast, Kelly's Heroes. I've got another terrific actor for you. Where queer as folk star Craig Kelly regularly catches up with some of his showbiz friends for a chat about life and to reminisce about the old times. When she burst on our screens, it's safe to say she smashed it out of the park. And he's recently been catching up with none other than East Enders legend. Tamsin Althwaite. You do get a bit nervous of the people that you recognise, because I was an EastEnders fan before. It wasn't like I need to make a big splash. You just want to be truthful to what you're, you like, serve the piece. Serve the script and make sure that you're as realistic as possible. They were golden time. I really enjoyed working there. That's Kelly's Heroes, with EastEnders star Tamsin Althwaite. Kelly's Heroes. Mate, that was beautiful. <laughs> Search for Kelly's Heroes wherever you get your podcasts. I will speak to you anon. If nobody was told what you were meant to do, if there weren't any rules, then we would be living in a totally different format. A brand new podcast featuring rarely heard voices from across the UK and around the world. Bisexuality is not really understood because people have biphobic tendencies. And the second you mention bisexual, just their ears pick up. Contemporary conversations around bisexuality. Oh, well, you, you're still confused, right? No, I'm not confused. We are questioned so much more than people when they come out as straight or gay. It's intense pressure of like, am I sure? You're literally like monitoring yourself. Every episode will include a very personal story as we try to paint a real picture of bisexual Britain. This is Bisexual Brunch. Available now wherever you get your podcasts. Now, at that point, when you came into it, they were sort of starting to create more relationships, weren't they, around the younger characters? Uh, there'd been younger characters in it before, but not on the same sort of scale as you'd got, um, you know, Steve and Andy, played by, you know, Simon Gregson and Nick Cochran. Um, and they sort of quickly saw that there was the potential in a friendship between, uh, uh, a best friendship between Vikram and Steve, didn't they? Um and of course, you also ended up doing a spin-off as well, didn't you? Tell us a bit about that. Yeah, that was that was interesting because really that was the first thing that I think they kind of went for. You know, you you, you establish the characters in the show, you've got your family, then you probably need a, a girlfriend or a partner, and then 
The next thing is, who's your best mate going to be? And that chemistry is incredibly important to whether it works. You either you sink or swim at that point, really, because we've got to be interested. The audience has got to be interested in in you and in in, in that character. Um, and then, yeah, the relationship or the friendship was such that we did a spin-off. Um, it's called the Soap Bubble. And bringing back old characters. So Chloe Newsom was playing Vicky. Um, Julie Goodyear was back playing Bet Lynch. So I got to work with Bet Lynch. Ken Morley was back playing Reg Holsworth. Um, and it was just, I mean, that was kind of bizarre. I mean, I have these scenes with, with Ken Morley and suddenly someone that you've just seen as iconic on the show is is like driving the van or what you're doing scenes in the studio. And he's just his kind of crazy, wacky character and yeah the soap bubble was you know it was great being able to work with those iconic characters that you thought you would never work with who were no longer on the show and suddenly there you are with bet lynch now vikram was a likable character really i i enjoyed watching vikram and uh it's quite sad when he left really i know you've moved on and you're uh playing jay in emmerdale now but uh you know, years later, do you think uh, Vikram could uh, ever return to Coronation Street? I'd have to do less driving if he returned to Coronation Street. But um, I, I don't think so now. I think Jay is far too well established at Emmerdale for for any return of Vikram. Interestingly, Vikram very nearly did return um, at one point, And it was when um, the producer that got me into Emmerdale was Gavin Blythe. God rest his soul, he's no longer with us now. But he was the assistant producer at Coronation Street and he asked me if I would revive Vikram. They'd asked me once before to go to Dev's wedding or something for a couple of episodes and I'd said no. And then Gavin said to me, would you actually fancy coming back properly as Vikram? And I said, okay, well, let's have a catch-up and we'll have a talk about it. And in the intervening period, he got the producer's job on Emmerdale. And Emmerdale didn't have an Asian family either. Um, and he, so he phoned me up and went, you know, we we're talking about Coronation Street. Well, I'm now, I've got the producer's job at Emmerdale. So forget Corey. Would you mind coming and setting up the first Asian family on Emmerdale for us? And then that kind of, that conversation started there. Um, and then we, t- we talked a lot about um, who the characters would be and, and how it would all work out. Um, and yeah, and, and that's how I ended up working on Emmerdale. So I went over and we set about casting and talking about what the characters would be and how it'd all work. And and now I've been there for 11 years. Of course, one thing that is quite interesting is that um, I was going to say you're unusual, but you're not anymore, really, because it has happened quite a few times, you know, with Claire King and Vicky Binns and quite a few other people. But I suppose it wasn't as common when you started out sort of, you know, even 10, 10, 12 years ago, it wasn't as common, really. You know, in the old days, the soaps never shared actors, did they? Basically, it wasn't common to go from one soap into another. You were known for one soap, and if you became your character became known, that was it. Um, whereas you've, you know, you've been successful in both. Just, just reflect on that a, a little bit. There never used to be any crossover, really, between the actors on the soaps. They were very distinct, and they... And also, I think the soaps are very protective over their characters and over the look of their characters. Who is the actor? And we might want to bring that character back. Well, unless we've killed him, obviously. But um, there's always that thing with the soap is it's just it never ends. And that's that's the you know, that's the strange thing about it. And but it's it's freed up a lot more now. I mean, there's loads of us that have worked across 
the soaps um, in various kind of various different prominences in in either of the shows. Um, but yeah, there's a there's probably a handful of us now. Um, I know Claire King, John Bow, I worked with on both of the soaps. He was uh, he got murdered when I was at Corrie, and then he got murdered again when I was at Emmerdale. Oh <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, no, um, yeah, I think it, you know it's it's much more accepted for actors to move across. Yeah, because that was always the uh, the joke in Australia, of course, that uh, uh, for a long time there was only um, a few actors, and they seemed to appear in all of the soaps in australia anyway chris thank you very much indeed for talking to us uh, yet again east is east first of course a couple of weeks ago and now um on Corrie's 60th birthday thank you very much indeed lovely to talk to you ash cheers mate and here's a reminder of some of the things that we've still got in store or you can find on the uh, distinct nostalgia player marking 60 years of coronation street on distinct nostalgia It's been on our tellies for six decades and we're big fans here at Distinct Nostalgia. And we're so passionate about our love for Corrie that we've put together some real treats for our listeners as we delve into the show's history this December. And we're supposed to be both at university and uh, he was trying to sort of break out of this little backstreet world to better himself, really. It wasn't usual for people from some street like Coronation Street to go to university. He, he changed the mode. And of course, people were in those times. They were beginning to go to university. We're right back to the very first episode with Ken Barlow's very first girlfriend and Alan Rothwell, who played Ken's brother, David Barlow. Coronation Street went out live to start with. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. Well, that was terrifying. Yes, yeah. You had to do a half an hour of television. Yes, and get it right. And get it right, yeah. 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 Staying in the 60s, and Kenneth Cope tells us how wooing Violet Carson, Ina Sharples, landed him a role in the show as Minnie Caldwell's lodger, Sonny Jim. She got me under the viaduct and started shouting at me, pointing a finger, pointing a finger and saying, get out, go away from here. People like you, 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 you don't deserve to be here. Get out and never come back, never come out. Go away, go away, go away. And our heads got closer and closer and closer. So the bay, there's just a slight pause, and I said, "Give us a kiss," and it just brought the house down. Everybody, the whole crew just laughed their heads off. From our own archives, we bring you never-before-broadcast anecdotes from Jean Alexander and Betty Driver. It was Ina Sharples, Margot Bryant uh, that played Minnie Caldwell, me, Julie Goodyear, Jean Alexander that played Hilda Ogden, and we all used to be together and do scenes just of conversation, which I miss now. We should do more of that. Meanwhile, Amanda Barry and Chris Bisson remember their time on Coronation Street. I went in initially into the shop, Jim's Cafe, as it was then. I was invited in there to sack Pat Phoenix. Oh. <sighs> you know, I, mean, I was actually leading Lady in the West End doing me better. But actually going there to do... Now, you talk about nerves. She was the leading lady of Coronation Street, oh, wasn't she? But it wasn't that. It was that it was unreal. It was surreal. Everybody says it, and it's true. You're completely surreal to go into there and go... You couldn't concentrate. You were going, concentrate a man that is not Elsie... It, it, is Elsie Turner? It's Elsie Turner. I'm talking to Elsie Turner. I don't know what I'm going to say next. I'm just. Step. This is what you do. It was like being, waking, being very 
in the middle of a dream and you're going, concentrate, Amanda, who wants to <laughs> supposedly an actress. Get on with it, yeah. We'll also have interviews with Julie Hesmondalch and Bruce Jones and many more. And we've a very special dose of Distinct Nostalgia's Mind of the Month quiz too, as we put Corrie's superfans to the test on their knowledge of those six decades, with some rather special guests asking some of the questions. Hello, I'm Thelma Barlow. Hello, I'm Stephen Arnold. I'm Philip Lowry. My name's Nick Cochran. Hi, I'm Martin Hancock. Hello, everybody. My name's Madge Hindle. Make sure you join us for all the fun. And don't forget to trawl our archives for loads of other Corrie interviews. Thelma Barlow, Steve Arnold, Nick Cochran, Chris Quinton, Chloe Newsom, Philip Lowry, Sherry Hewson, Madge Hindle, Martin Hancock, Tupeli Dorgu, stars from every decade of the world's longest-running drama serial. Celebrating Corrie at 60, this December, from Distinct Nostalgia.